It is Monday, it's February 5. This is the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. A very good morning to you if you are just tuning in in the Premier League overnight. Arsenal beat Liverpool in the big match this morning, 3-1. Manchester United beat West Ham 3-0. Wolves won at Chelsea 4-2. Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest 1-1. The Aussies won the cricket and the series against the West Indies last night. Uh, Did it pretty comfortably in the end as they did in the first match on Friday as well. Uh, They won that match by eight wickets and last night winning by 83 runs after posting nine for 258. The West Indies bowled out for 175. Sean Abbott, and uh, we've always lauded his all-round ability, Clarky, because obviously very much a recognised bowler, but showed his wares with the bat coming in at number eight. When we were in a bit of bother too, by the way, and got got us north of 250, he played very well. Yeah, it's it's, in the Australian team, it's going to be hard for him to get an opportunity higher up the order, but in the shortest two formats, 2020 and one-day cricket, I reckon Sean can definitely be used as a pinch hitter. So if you want someone to be more aggressive throughout those middle overs. Um, but yeah, his batting's improved out of sight. We've spoken to him a number of times on the show and certainly in BBL and even playing for New South Wales, I think he's good enough to be a number six. I think he should be batting at the, uh, in, in that top six now. He's, he's good enough. Um, bowling, you know, very skillful. Uh, he's got fitter and stronger over the past probably four or five years. So he's been able to maintain that speed he bowls consistently. Um, and, yeah, good athlete, Sean. So, yeah, it was nice to see him do well um, and the Aussies get another win. Laws, you're just – you're done with cricket season. Yeah, just, cricket – I'm ready for the footy season done. to start. Yeah. I'm always happy for the footy season to be over and give us a bit of rest. But now I'm way over cricket. I've, I've enjoyed it. But I've just come to the end of my tether. I can't wait for the league to start. I think we've got next Thursday the trial starting. Trial games. No one cares about trial I, games. You know what? I, I, I care about trial games. Really? I will, Did you yeah. care when you played? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. No. Harvey Norman trial games. Mate, no just wanted cares. to get through unscathed. <laughs> no one looks at the results and go, oh, mate, you're going to have a stellar season because you no. won your two trial I tell trial you what, I, I never, ever in a trial game did you go, well, I certainly didn't. I, I, I just wanted to play... Just to get yeah. through uninjured. More like a training session. So I never, game. ever took anything out of trials yeah. other than match I fitness. Agree. I agree. Yep. You're right. Feb 15 is the dogs and the storm uh, to start the preseason matches. That's, yeah, Feb 15, dogs, storm, and that's at Belmore. And the same weekend is the All-Stars game. Yeah, that's on a well, Friday night. Yep. All right, he's back, Pup. Are you ready? Oh, I've got some tough questions too to ask, Buzz. Actually, I've got one. I've got one that I'm really yeah. keen. We've just got a couple of text <laughs> messages. I'm a, mm. back it could be defamation on day one. <laughs> Put it that way. Can't we just, can't we just build no, into things? No, mate, there's no need to work <laughs> into it, mate. We've missed him. I'm sure Buzz, Buzz has missed me. Let's get him on here. Welcome back for 2024, Buzz. How are you going? Yeah, happy new year, boys. <laughs> Clarky, Loz, and Jared. Um, yeah, no, mate, I'm going good. I've had a, I'm, you know, might be five battle. minutes. <laughs> I'm just going to text my lawyer to make sure he's listening, and then I'll ask well, him this question. Well, come on, Clarky, hit me up. <laughs> I, I'm very <laughs> interested. Up, I've had about. Ten messages come through asking if I was at Bunnings over the weekend. Because in your shush column, 
There is an ex-Australian cricket captain yeah. who apparently told someone to piss off at Bunnings. I just can't ever visit. I can never vision you, you at Bunnings. Bunnings. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> mate, McDonald's maybe, Bunnings. Woolworths yeah. definitely, Bunnings. No, mate. Are, are we talking maybe. about the great Michael Clark, Buzz? Who am I suing? I can confirm. We are not talking about Oh, okay. Text my I thought it was him for sure. And then I thought Bunnings. I went, oh, I'm unsure of Bunnings. There he is in the sausage sizzle line. (laughs) With my big Bunnings hat on. With the new hose. So it's definitely not Clarky. It wasn't me, Shaggy. I was going to raise something with you. Look, I was out at the cricket. Mm -hmm. I didn't see you at the Sydney test. I didn't Um, go, no. I was away with my daughter. Oh, good on you. Hmm. Um, I sat down day four. And there were some good people, and I was in a suite. I, I normally oh, sit out you. with the punters. Oh, as you do in a suite. I was, but there was Simon Katic in the suite. How was he? I was, I was so tempted to go over and ask him, come on, tell me, what's the true story of the oh, thing we've got? still he, going on with But this. you know what? I left him alone. Oh, that's, I'm sure he would appreciate that. <laughs> 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 did you have a good time oh, out there, though, Buzz? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And, still and a great look, test, um, isn't it? The, the, the West Indies were far more competitive than what we thought they were going to be. Yep. So, now, Buzz, I know this is this is sorry, hey, but Laurie, I, I, yeah. you, Laurie, you're not going to get away with this right. because people in my suite yeah. inform me yeah. that a day earlier <laughs> you were in the members' bar. I was. In very, very ordinary conditions. <laughs> and you had a thousand drinks mm. and um, you were gibbering. Well, the <laughs> gentleman that you spoke to, he was with me and he oh, had 2,000 drinks. <laughs> <laughs> There's obviously no responsible service of alcohol rules at the cricket ground. <laughs> no, it was a good day. Nah. It was a good day. Just on that though, Buzz, uh, I keep hearing, and surely this won't happen. I know this is a rugby league segment. Surely they're not going to take that New Year's test away from the SCG, are they? Look, Laurie, it's a negotiating tactic. How many times has the NRL and Peter Volandi said that we're going to move the NRL grand final out of Sydney? And it's all part of negotiations with the government. They sort of try to frighten them into um, bidding for the game. And, Mm. look, I can understand Cricket Australia, they... You know, they're not that strong financially, particularly after COVID, and they're still recovering from that. I would say it would be a billion to one for Sydney to lose the January test. It's an institution in this city. It's bigger than, or as big as Origin, Grand Finals, and the Everest. Sydney has to keep the major events, and I'm sure Chris Mims, the Premier, who is a sports-loving Premier, will ensure and, and do, a, do a commercial deal and probably 10, 20-year deal to keep that test match in Sydney. But it's all part of, you know, negotiations. I think as a player, Boxing Day and the New Year's test uh, doesn't get more special than that. No, you can't. MCG and then... Yeah. Home first, New Year's. It's it's you you lock those two straight into your calendar. You want to be a part of them. So, from a player's perspective, um, I hope it doesn't. Change oh, I hope it never changes. Yeah. So I I think those two tests in particular need to stay where they are. Yeah. You can move some of the other ones, but I, I just don't think you can move those two. Yeah. Uh, Buzz, interested in your article today? You sat down with Peter Valandis last week, and 
I think we were not shocked, but to hear PVL say that North Sydney could be back into the competition in some way, shape or form surprised us. Yeah, look, the, the story went up on the internet last night, telegraph.com.au, and the reaction to anything North Sydney is just, it's out of this world. It, it went to meltdown. Um, so what the story is, the Bears have really got their act together, as you know, Laurie. I, I know you um, with um, Daniel, Dixon Daniel Dixon and yeah. uh, Gareth Holmes. They're doing a really good job with North as a New South Wales Cup side. The league's club's going well. Um, the problem is, as Peter Volandi said in the story, there's already too many Sydney clubs. But he says whenever he's pulled up in the street, whenever he's pulled up at the football, the races, wherever, the most commonly asked question is when are you going to bring back the Bears? Now, he wants to bring them back, but not as a standalone identity because I don't think they can do that. But I think if a team like Perth or one of the Pacific team comes into the competition, there will definitely be a very, very strong connection with the Bears. And um, I think it'll be a great thing for rugby league. And I think the tens of thousands of North supporters we lost when the team was went broke and um, had to pull out of the competition, when the Northern Eagles fell over, I think these people will return to rugby league and uh, it'll be... And they won't be pinching supporters or, you know, with, with from Manly or West Tigers. There's already that massive supporter base there. And they don't go to New South Wales Cup games, you know, they, they don't kill North Sydney Oval and that's understandable because it's a second-tier competition. But if you can get three or four games a year back in, um, uh, you know, back on North Sydney Oval, I think you turn that every week. What else came Your out thoughts? of... Your thoughts? Oh, I'd love to see the Bears see back in some way, shape or form, Buzz. I, I think that a lot of people would re-engage with the sport that we lost. Um, and they've got such a strong brand. That Bears, the black and, um, you know, the black and red and, and the Bears emblem... Look, I think it'd be a romantic story as well. I think it's a sure. feel-good story. I don't think you could lose mm. from it. Yeah. yeah. What else stuck out from your chat with Peter Volandis, Buzz? Oh, well, I think Las Vegas. And, and that's the uh, issue I really grilled Peter on in that um, there were a lot of narcs out there who have been criticising it. And I actually put to him, you know what, if we didn't try things and take risks, and look at new revenue opportunities. You know, back in 1980, I can clearly remember people said State of Origin is an exhibition game, it won't work. Ron Casey, the great old Channel 9 commentator, had a column in the Daily Mirror and bagged the tripe out of it, Origin. And I can remember Steve Rogers, the late, great Steve Rogers, the Sunday after the game in the Sunday Telegraph wrote a column saying we've got to get rid of this game. So if we, what I'm saying is if we don't look at new revenue opportunities, and Peter explains very clearly in, in enormous detail in the story the opportunity there in the USA, and while in three weeks' time we're not going to 
win over one or two percent of the 340 million people who live in America, over five or six years, if the game can stay on the Fox One network in America, where there's hundreds of millions of subscribers, I think there is a growth opportunity, not just in sports betting in America, but also with the NRL app. People will pay for that NRL app once they see the collisions, once they see we don't wear pads, once they see we don't wear helmets, once we see our players as big, strong and as powerful as NFL players. I think it's a really good thing the NRL is doing and there's a few people out there who want to knock it and all this sort of thing. I think it's great. Do you you guys like it? Yeah, I love it. I love the fact. And the thing that caught my eye too, Buzz, which I didn't think about, was the subscription and that NRL uh, watch app they were talking about. And and I think it makes great sense that there's – you open it up to people over there and it's going to be shown on Fox 1. Um, which has, what, a couple of hundred million that, subscribers. Biggest, yeah, that's the biggest sporting network in Australia, in America, hmm. and it will be live on the Saturday night in America, Sunday afternoon here. That is unbelievable exposure into a new market. I, I think a and lot of know, people, sorry, but I think a lot of people yeah. are sort of suck it and see, let's see how it mm. goes. But I don't think anyone can blame the NRL for, like Buzz has just explained the reasons behind it. It's a little bit, cricket have done the same thing. You know, cricket, the powerhouses, India, yet we've just created the 2020 competition in America. It's, for the same mm. reason, grow the game, yeah. expand it, take it somewhere it hasn't been played, put the showpiece on. So you, even if even if you don't like it for your team or you don't think it's the best preparation for your team to win this year's grand final, you, you cannot blame the NRL for this is a market that's untouched. What You'd be stupid not to try it. You're 100% right. Peter said in the interview that in 10 years' time, he wants the NRL to have a $1 billion asset base. Yeah, my God. Now, with a population of 25 million, only 25 million in Australia, you're not going to do the big, you know, NFL or EPL or IPL television deal. There's just not enough potential viewers. But we've got to look at other areas to grow it. And a billion dollars in assets, and you look at the State of Australian Rugby Union, you look at the A-League, and you look at a lot of other sports. The AFL are going good. Cricket's still recovering, Clarkie. Yeah, um, yeah. We, you know, this is huge, I think. Mm. The other thing I like, guys, and Laurie, I know it's very close to your heart. I, I, I grilled Peter on uh, Bush football funding. Mm. Well, now, that, that is something that, that is a challenge for everyone, isn't it? You know, bush football, because it's not as strong as what it used to be. Mm. And they need uh, a helping hand. I know that things have changed in the bush over over the years, but it's still the lifeblood of our game. Is your club journey? They're back and running, mate. Back up and running. Oh, well, that's yeah, we were, that's we were out, uh, mm. but we ha- are up and running. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have another team this year. Well, you know, as a young fellow, one of the first trips I ever did for the Daily Telegraph was to cover an Amco Cup game in the Riverino, Eric Wise Oval. 1965. And it's sold out. Is that 1965, Buzz? <laughs> 1965, no, 58. 58, sorry. Buddy, yeah, can you yeah. talk about the Broncos? My favourite, Ezra Mann. Has he re signed? 
Where's Reese Walsh at? And what's the latest with Adam Reynolds' contract? It's really interesting, and it's a story that's sort of gone on to the... A lot of people haven't been talking about this, but as for Mam, what a performance in the grand final. Oh, the three to- he nearly won man of the match. He hadn't been clear his last 17 minutes. He would have won man of the match on the losing side. Yeah. The three tries, outstanding rugby league player. But he's off contract. He is off contract right now. But, look, I think the Broncos are very well down the track in negotiations with him. And I reckon the next two weeks, before Las Vegas, they will announce a really big money extension. Because not just in the grand final, but what he did last year, he has become an elite player, in my opinion. Now, Reese Walsh is the other interesting one. Superstar fullback. Probably the best-known player in rugby league now. He is off contract at the end of next year. However, he is on less than half the amount of money that he should be on. He's a million-dollar player, as far as I'm concerned, but he's on a bit less than 500000 That was because he did the cheap deal when he came back from uh, the Warriors. So the Broncos... Uh, in negotiations with his manager to do a really, really long-term deal on the money that he should be on. Again, I expect some news on that in a week or two. Finally, Adam Reynolds. Mm. He's also off contract. Champion halfback has done wonderful things for that club as basically in the not just a player, there's an assistant coach to Kevin Walters. I said he is also off this year. Um, the Broncos weren't planning for Adam Reynolds to go any longer than this year. So they have a, he wants to go around again next year. And they have a real contract stretch pressure to do a deal because of the upgrades for Mam and Walsh. However, I'm told that they will lock Adam Reynolds down for another year, probably not on the same money that he's on now, which is about $900,000 a year. And I think he'll agree to a cheaper contract to stay. However, there will obviously be huge opportunities at that club for Adam Reynolds for the next decade minimum in some role in the football club as an assistant to start off with Kevy. And I think it's not unrealistic to suggest long-term one day he will coach the Brisbane Broncos. And, um, yeah, so plenty of whirling and dirling going on in Brisbane at the moment uh, before the start of the season. Today, the coronial inquiry starts for Keith Titmus, who... who tragically died yeah. when he collapsed at a manly training session. What was it, late 2020? He was just 20 yeah, years mate. of age, later died in hospital. Just an awful story. Yeah, terrible story. A 20-year-old who yeah, manly and the rugby league world had high hopes for. It's a very sad but important story, Nido. Um, Des Hasler, Josh Schuster, Moses Surley, Don Sins, their head of high performance, their team manager, John Bonacera will be there at the court, the coroner's court, this week to give evidence and they search for answers on what actually happened. Um, 
it's a really important story for rugby league in that, you know, welfare issues have been raised. Um, um, you know, for a player to, to die of training after being rushed to hot, it's just, it's, it's too sad to talk about. And I really do hope, especially for his lovely family, that um, they do get some answers. And if anything has happened, you know, as far as pre-season training, methods of um, uh, I, I just hope and I'm sure the game will learn from it Buzz great to have you back yeah thank you guys and uh, look forward to it each Monday as the, as the footy season unfolds good on you Buzz see you Buzz see you boys heroes and villains on a Monday give us a call 1353 on the text line 0419767272 we've got a $100 gift card to give away to the best contribution this morning uh, Hero, the Illawarra Hawks. What its turnaround their season is becoming. They are the real deal. Go those Hawks. <laughs> Villain Graham Arnold said before the game that he didn't have a problem with defence. It was the attack that worried him. The attack just needed some balls to bounce the other way. The D conceded two goals in extra time, although the penalty was questionable. That's from Graham. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go, what what have we got here, Pat? Look at that text at the top there. Boys, I'm glad Buzz thought the West Indies were competitive in the SCG test, given they played Pakistan. <laughs> oh, you know what he meant. <laughs> ah, that's good, though. Uh, an observation. You, you were pissed, Loz? <laughs> Deary me. Loz is just on his fruit time, Dave. No, nah, he went a bit of toast today. Oh. Oh, that's unusual for you. Yeah, I don't see that too often. A, no, I um, detox I forgot weekend. my um. Oh, I did have a detox weekend. So he's mm. indulging with a few extra carbs. Okay. So I came in. What about when people say if you stay off the drink for the weekend, it just improves? What does it improve? It improves your brain power, just oh, mentally. My God. You're you sleep aware. better. Like sleep better. You're up and about better. You are. What do you mean? Well, not if you just have a normal a day. Now, if you, if you've difference. had a monster like. Will be out there. If you've had a monster, then of course you come in a bit slow on Monday. But if you just had a normal few drinks, like for dinner or something, yeah, which that's what you I don't do. feel any different in the morning. No. Monday, but I'm proud of you. Had a weekend off it. Good on. A mm, couple of weeks now. So disciplined. I'm trying to get in great shape for Vegas. <laughs> when do you fly out? Uh, are you going on that new plane? No, nah, won't be on Bulldogs. <laughs> you Bulldogs new jet? No, nah, won't be with on the Bulldogs. roosters, or you can't get it's on. It's less turbulence, isn't it? <laughs> Mate, I, I wish I knew about that jet. Off. You get off I feeling wish, better than I, when you get on. I wish I knew about that jet because <laughs> I would have, I would have asked to be a part of it. Yeah, you know, less fatigue, yep. more comfort. Mate, you, you're not as dry when you get off. Apparently, what's that like? Your skin's not as dry. You're not dehydrated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it dampens good. turbulence. It's a more comfortable ride. Less motion sickness. I wonder if you can speak to the roosters and see if you can squeeze on. Even like oh, I've already paid for my ticket. Oh, have you? Mm. Mm. Shame. Cleaner air, too. That's what I love. Feel better after the flight. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Sounds like a hell of a plane. Oh, You've got to get on the roosters. Yeah. The roosters just win yeah, this game. Win, win because I, think of the I, think win, I think they win the comp <laughs> because of this plane. They'll be using his plane to fly better, domestically. Yeah. Better the year, round one, yeah. roosters. Hey, you know, people used to go away doing high-altitude training. This is mm. better than high-altitude training, yeah. jumping on this. Uh, is there a gym on board? Line. Oh, there would be. Yeah, for the roosters. Yeah. 
Sponsored, of course. They we'll wouldn't be talk to Bulldog it. about this on Wednesday because mm. this is groundbreaking stuff. <laughs> He's not going to be happy with you. It's back page. <laughs> oh, morning, boys. Well, someone's getting stuck into you here, Lots. A uh, little cheap shot at you. Yeah, what about? Uh, I'm a fanatical Raiders fan. I've got mm-hmm. a Greyhound running Nara tonight, going for three wins on the trot. It's called Ricky's Raiders. I was going to call it Loz's Lock, but was afraid it would never get up. Ouch. That's JJ from Kenthurst sending that one through. Well, I can't disagree. Mm. I didn't have a lot of luck last year with my losses lock. But look, I'm always out there trying to look for value. And that's my motto. Can't mm. eat value, though, Loss. Uh, I know that, Mido, but people want value. That's what I found on this program and found on the Matty John show. So we'll see how we go. I, yeah, I can only be judged. I can only on? be judged on what I do. When's that TV show back on that you do? Uh, that starts I, I think it might be back. They'd be going to Vegas, for sure. Not surely. Oh, I don't know. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. We got Steve on the line. G'day, Steve. G'day, boys. How are we going? Very <clears> good, <throat> mate. Very good. Yourself? <clears throat> yeah, not too bad. Hey, Loz. Yes, buddy. Me six. Me six day um, road trip for the uh, for the lunch is down to four days. Oh no. Oh, what's happened? Oh, I had a couple of flight credits out the burn, so I can't drive up now. Ah, right. Right. No road trip. That, yeah. Well, that, that's that's nearly going to be better, though, isn't it? Flying. You don't oh. have to worry about driving home. Get on it in the plane. <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, if you went on this new airliner, if they had it from Warraknabeel to Sydney, you'd get off more refreshed. You'd get off with less dryness and less fatigue. This is the one that Bulldog wrote about in the paper today, the flight that the Roosters are getting on going over to America. It sounds, it sounds like it's a... The best plane to ever, ever fly. Mm. Well, we got a, we got we got a strip big enough for, that it could land. So yeah, let's investigate that. We will. We'll see. But no, we're right. looking forward to the lunch. I, you know what? I think we're nearly sold out too. Mm. I think the lunch Good is nearly stuff. sold out. So yeah. it'll be a All big right, hero, afternoon. Heroes and villains, boys. Hero Lucas Herbert. He just came out and called it for what it is. Why did I go to live golf? I wanted the coin. Yeah, no, wrong with that. No false pretense, no fluff. And the villain is that endless money pit of the Socceroos. Because all they do is give us disappointment. Um, Even the coach said, if we don't make the semis, it's a failure. And guess what? They failed. Yeah, devastating loss for them. They led till very late too. One nil up, concede a penalty late on. Had their opportunities. Then you go to extra time, concede one there to your mate Son Hyung Min. I told you. He was the standout. You told us there was beef in the camp. You said they can't win. Yeah, yeah, they, said, yeah well, it's galvanised them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They galvanised them over no. the weekend. You said they can't win. No, well, they were off There's the a, coach. They're still off the coach. But we've seen it in a number of sports, pub, where... You play you, better because you, well, you hate the coach. Yeah, that's exactly right. It just brings you all together. <laughs> Playing group are tighter. Okay. On you, Steve. <laughs> See you, boys. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, on the text line, morning boys, hero, the call of the dog race at Casino last week when the caller tipped the $24 winner to Dave Stanley. Uh, villain Steve Smith for hitting a four off the last ball Friday night to Rob Clark. He'd be his tip for Cam Green Seriously, to be the high bat at eight bucks. Shippo setting that one through. Trying to make everyone a bit of cash. Uh my hero's Luke Marlowe, tipping one at Newcastle. Race three, number three, good win. Villain is the Sydney Kings. No names of that one. Uh, 
Lance appoints Frederick uh, has a crush on Adam Pengilly. So he's made hero Adam Pengilly, and his villain is the major TV networks for not giving Adam Pengilly a media role of a more visual nature. We need to meet this Lance appoint Frederick. Send a photo in, Lance. I'll pass it on to Pengilly. And there was high drama in the A-League match, which we'll speak to Mossy to in about 25 minutes' time. About So villain... Uh, this Paul says his villain is the referee, Adam Kersey, in the MacArthur Wanderers game. Failed to send Germain off, and apparently he kicked out at one of the Wanderers in the first half. And Marco Radam was certainly annoyed that he stayed on the pitch and eventually scored the winner, by the way, in stoppage time. 4-3, MacArthur won that match, and Paul goes on to say his hero is Marco Radam for standing up for his team. Uh, my hero would have to be Sean Abbott for holding the team together yesterday. Uh, and, well, we I'm not sure what's going on here, but the villain would be Bulldog for carrying on like a peanut over the little quiz that they do, says the Orange Battler. So that's something in regards to yesterday. Just oh, have some drama. <laughs> we, we come in here on Monday and have to pick what's up the pieces of this drama. That's exactly right. I wonder what prizes Bulldog gets to give away on his, with his quiz. Uh, I, I can't answer that question. Mm. I don't, I don't so listen. So DS has given a prize away. Someone answered the wrong questions and they won the quiz. Was this Chicken Chow's year? cheated last year. Yep. Googled and he got the quiz win. I'm what's sure. wrong? What's happened with Bulldog Sunday quiz now? Why is he blowing up? I, Have you I, ever I, listened to his show on Sunday? <laughs> ever. Have you ever come on his show on Sunday? Oh, look, if I'm in the car, I might have put it on, but I'm not getting out of bed or putting it on on a Sunday morning. <laughs> is he any good? He's easily like to sleep in. Is yeah, he's any... very good. Is he? Yep. Very really? good. Yep. Okay. He's different. Does he do like different Mido's on his show is he the host? He is he like the boss, like Mido on ours? Is he no, run Ray. The... Ray, no, Ray runs the show. Oh, so Bulldog just sits here and... Yeah, but he's, he's, he's a bit more serious, Bulldog, on a Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. He takes it more serious. He takes it more serious than what he does on Wednesday. Because it probably thinks that's his program, where our program doesn't mind stuffing it up. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, okay. Mm, Interesting. Morty boys, maybe Eddie Jones should have grabbed that plane the Roosters are on for the Wallabies. Then they wouldn't have had to train on the way over to France, says Maxi from the Gold Coast. That's right. He said we're going to train on the the plane, plane. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That worked. Uh, And uh, in in his pup, you've... Turn someone. What do you mean? Well, I'll just read the text. Villain, on, what do you mean? Come out of the closet? Or what are you talking me, about? Me, back in the day for judging Clarky based on media narrative of not captain material. Hero Clarky, now my favourite sports personality. Based on this show and listening to a super honest Howie Games podcast, he's more genuine than most, and I love his bloody love his laugh, says Steve. Oh, there you go, oh, Steve. Hey, that, you champion. Isn't that just warm the heart on a yeah, Monday morning? Give us a laugh. Oh, no, give him a couple of days. He'll be off. Give me a fakey. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, Loz, this yeah. uh, Tavita Pengai situation, it's been reported he could link up with the Broncos again later this season. That was, that's been reported over the last couple of weeks. Now, he spoke to the Courier Mail uh, over the weekend, 28 years of age now, and he's, the thing is about Pengai, I remember him doing an interview. I'm sure it was with Denny Widler last year, talking about pretty much how much he hated footy. 
and how it, it was imposed on him Wasn't to play to footy as a kid. Or, or boxing as well? well? He's left to be a boxer. But, but I remember him talking about pretty much that he hated the game yeah. and, you know, he never really wanted to play. His parents forced it on him. Well, you know, now there's these reports he's going to head back to the Broncos and he, and he says that, you know, don't rule out me coming back to rugby league. Like, well, do you, do you like footy or not? Like, I'm reading this, uh, in the Courier-Mail, he said that, you know, he's adamant he's got no, no regrets leaving the dogs for boxing, that he's not driven by money. Well, that's, you can certainly yeah. say he's not driven by money because he, he left a lot of it on the table by mm. leaving rugby league. Yeah. And, yeah, that he hasn't ruled out playing NRL again. But right now he's taking boxing seriously. He confirmed he met with Eddie Jones, who he says wanted to sign him. He says he hates Sydney and will never boo back. And he parted with the dogs on good terms, though. And he says he actually didn't receive a cent as far as the payout's concerned. But I'm sure he last year was speaking about how he didn't really like playing yeah, the game at all. Yeah, yeah I, I, I know he said that because I, I remember reading it. But I think he's been quite honest in that article where he says you never rule out anything. He's, his heart at the moment is in boxing. Now, I don't know whether he'll come back and play rugby league, but you'd be silly to say it's never going to happen because there, possibly, there could be a chance down the track that it does happen, and then people will criticise him for, for saying that. So mm. I, I think this has been driven more from other people rather than Tavita at this stage going on what he's saying. Now, yes, the Broncos will look to, well, they'll have a, a spot available for him by the sounds of things if he wants to uh, make himself available. But it's certainly a big risk if you're going to sign him for a short stint coming off the back of boxing. It wouldn't mm. be such a risk if he was playing football and you signed him for a short period at the end of the season. But how does he fit into their puzzle mm. leading into finals? Because we all expect the Broncos to play finals this year. They've got an exciting, uh, talented roster. They achieved great things last year without winning the competition. But Tavita Pengai Jr., yeah, I think he did say, well, he did say that he, he, he was off rugby league, but that can change over a period of time too. I'm sure you've had your moments oh, with cricket. Yeah, where you just yeah, go, you, you know do. what, you, I'm over it. Yeah, same with me with footy. with the game or yeah. something's not going to plan. or you, yeah. Sometimes you just need oh, that freshen up. But he went pretty deep and said, well, it was forced on me as yeah. a kid. Yeah, but, he, but so all I'm saying yeah, is, if, yeah. I, if I'm going to sign, if Tavita Venkai is available, I'm going to mm-hmm. sign him. If I sign him, I'm not going to be spending yeah. too much money. You've never yeah. said yeah. anything that, that you may regret. And um, the, the other thing, yes, exactly. remember Andre Agassi said that. <laughs> I remember reading his book, and he said Page that about one. tennis. I hated as well. tennis. Yeah, but then you, then he says also later in his yeah. career, he found he fell back in love with the sport for what I can't remember whatever reasons it was. But my only concern with someone like him, Loz Pengai. Through his career, there was talk about his fitness. Mm. So how much time would it take him to then make that transition from leaving boxing to going back into – and you're playing at the highest level. Yeah, you've got to give yourself every opportunity. That's what I'm saying. You couldn't just a... put your gloves down and go pick nah. up a footy, could you? No, nah, I wouldn't have thought so. Not for a big man like him. So if there's talk with Brisbane. Is he, is he training now behind closed doors? Would he be – well, do you know what I, I mean? Well, I'm assuming he'd be training for boxing because if he's trying mm. to do both, he's That's, not going to last long. Yeah, he's got a two-fight deal. That's what I'm saying. So he, he, he has to commit himself to boxing. So so fitness-wise, that will help. But skill-wise and just – it's a different – different sports, boxing yeah. and rugby league. Like, he can come back, but what impact would how, he how have? How old did you say he was? Middle 29? I turned 28 yesterday, I believe. 28, yeah. okay. So it, how, uh, how's that age-wise then, Lodge? If he's, if he's out of the NRL for two years – 
You still think he could come back? Is he that oh, good it's gonna a be, It's going to be hard. Yeah, you, He could come back and play, but what level is he going yeah, to be okay. at? You know, I'm, I still think Tavita Pengai could come back and play NRL. Yeah. He could make a 17-man squad, but is he going to be that genuine enforcer mm. starting number 13 or mm. 8 or, or 10, that, that middle that you're looking for? I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. But if he came back this year, he would... Like his market value would have to be close to what he was on last year. Wow. So, but how's he come back this year? He's just, he's just well, signed he, a two-fight deal. Yeah, but he, the reports indicate he could come back in the back half of the season. But uh, that's what I'm yeah, asking. That's, 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 a, that's a rule. So that he must be. Tra- he's gonna, what, is he, so he's training for rugby league now. No, no, he's he not. He couldn't be. He's not. But if he comes back, which you know, there's a chance he could. So after, couldn't be know, paid the same money. No preseason under his belt. But. They would have to. They would have to. Not not the same money, but but you know, relatively speaking. So if he... well, they'd work out how many games were left, and then work mm. out what they believe his value is, exactly. his market value. Wasn't he on seven hundred like grand or seven fifty? Yeah, yeah. he was never worth that. No. So That's... what I'm saying, he wouldn't get exactly. close to that now, though. No, I haven't, no, haven't, no way having 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 a season off, no or half a season off. Yeah. No, he'd be half that. Yeah. He'd be half that at least, but. To come back for a short-term contract at the end of the season, he'd be looking at, what, possibility of, say, finals with the Broncos, but he'd just say, come back at round, what, 16, 17? Is that right? So you've got about... So a third of the season. So you've got about... So it cost him about Eight or nine games. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Gives you a bit of depth, but you think about the hard work that all these players have put in, and if the Broncos are a serious chance of playing finals football... And they've got no injuries. You'd ha- you could take a punt on him, but you wouldn't be rushing him straight back into your squad mm. because that could affect the morale of a football team. Exactly right. So, so, but you could stockpile him and have him there just in case you got an injury. Mm. He'd be a handy pickup in that regard. Just reading the tool, arguably the best sprinter in the land, possibly the world, Imperatrice. He's trialling at Cranbourne in about, well, in about five minutes' time, actually. Uh, Ali Mosley, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Mido. How are you guys? Very well, thank you. Best sprinter in the land, the world, Imperatrice. It's up, up for the debate, isn't it? But we, she's, she's a gun, no doubt about that. I, I suppose at this stage she, she gets that crown, doesn't she? I'd, I'd love to see her go to Royal Ascot. I, someone asked me the other day, is anyone going to Royal Ascot this year? And I thought, well... Maybe her. I don't know if they've put any ideas on the table yet, but it'd be great to have a sort of quasi. I guess she's a quasi Australian, isn't she? She's. A, I know she's a Kiwi, but can we claim her as our no, we'll claim her. Thank Absolutely. We always claim them. Just talking on <laughs> close, uh, close enough. Good enough. Yeah. Just talking of sprinters. What's the latest with Giggy Kick? Do we know? Uh, I believe that he's just had that setback. I saw Clayton Douglas at Magic Millions, and I asked him about him, and he said he's just been doing some light work. Um, just trying not to put too much strain on the muscle. Yeah. And so he'd just been walking and trotting. Oh, and I think with Clayton, he didn't want to... I think the biggest thing that he'd mentioned to me then, I don't know what's come out in the media, was that he, it's longevity that he wants from the horse because he is a gelding and we want to keep seeing him racing. So I suppose not pushing him too early. So I believe he is missing now the start, at least the start of the autumn carnival. Yeah. I believe it's a scan today, a pretty important scan happening today. uh, Again, it's a gluteal injury, isn't it? 
That's right, exactly. Yeah. But so I think that's that's been the biggest thing with him, just making sure that they're they're looking after him, and there's no there's no rush with him really. He's still a relatively young horse, so as long as we can get to see him, like we did with Nature Strip for for, for many years to come, and and maybe overseas one day as well, and then lots more Everests and Group One races. So I think that's the most important thing for him. Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott and their two-year-olds. <laughs> what superlatives oh uh, have we got? <laughs> I mean, Prost and Lady of Camelot, so impressive in the Kenbury and the Widden, respectively. And uh, well, four of the top six in betting with Tab, as it stands for the slipper, are from their stable. Gay could have a clean sweep in the field this year, the way it's going. Although it's interesting because, well, I'll touch on Lady of Camelot first because... She arguably couldn't have been more impressive. I remember seeing her step out at the very early two-year-old trials and she was the sister to Platinum Jubilee and I saw her and thought, mm-hmm. she's sort of not quite there. She had that little bit of growing and furnishing to do. And the way she came back in on the weekend, I thought, wow, she's just really filled out. She's strengthened over her shoulder and her hind and she's grown a little bit and she just really started to look like the finished product. So I thought... This could be it with her. The pennies really dropped. She couldn't have been more impressive. She had them running for most of the way, and I just love how she put a margin on them late. She was strong to the line, and her time was significantly quicker than the Colts, so that says a lot. And Manal, too. She's another one. I think this Phillies form is what we're sort of following now. I love the way that she closed. Um, I need to go back and have a look at the closing sectionals, but I think she, she ran a pretty pretty big race, too. We would have just loved to have seen how Celerity went. Oh, man, she's tricky, isn't she? She came over and because I've sort of watched the whole thing from the, bar- um, from the barriers and she, she just started to sort of hop and then she started rearing and James was sitting on because he can sit on pretty well. And um, then she popped all the way up and I thought, oh, God, she's almost sort of getting herself vertical to flip here. So he half bailed out off the back um, and Flash was thrown out the back and then just landed awkwardly on his foot. And I thought, oh, something, this isn't this isn't great. And he took his boot off straight away and, and was limping. And the paramedic came and looked at him. He hopped back on her. She was still a little bit up and about. And then as soon as she got in the barriers, she reared up again and just sort of slammed him on the same foot that he, she'd got him on the first time. So And he just popped off and took his boot off. And he knew, knew that he probably wasn't going to be in that race. And he had a plan to catch the Hong Kong as well. So not not ideal timing for him. No, it wasn't, but he got a winner before he went. Lady Laguna, pretty impressive again. Yeah, she was super, wasn't she? I saw her, I actually took um, my horse to the beach on Sunday morning and I bumped into Annabelle with all of hers there. So she had Cristilli and Lady Laguna and Bazusto, who runs, I think, on Wednesday, who I reckon could be a good thing, by the way. I heard Annabelle was pretty keen on him, so just looking ahead to Wednesday, I think she said he's in. Wait, hang um, on, say that horse again. Bazusto? But, yeah, yes, yep. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, he was at the beach yesterday. He was a ripper. Um, so she was super lady of the gunner. She's really she's been such a consistent filly since well man now, since she stepped out as a two year old and she's been right there. And Bill and I were talking about her yesterday in those early two year old races in Percy Sykes and then she trained on, she's now a four year old and she's just in a purple patch of form and I think she's had her doubters, but she proved them wrong on the weekend. And then Christilly as well, could could we finally be seeing the best of her? She Ran a really encouraging effort in the Southern Cross Stakes. She was badly off at the weights, being only a rating 82 filly, but her effort to finish fourth, I thought, held plenty of merit. She ran the second best last 600 of the meeting. So could she really starting to be put it all together mentally? Maybe. I think she's got the talent. So Chris Dilley's a super one to follow as well. Gee, our Cobra son just continues to go through the grades. A winning machine for the Angela Davies stable. 
Oh, she's doing such a great job, Ange. It's it's no easy feat to just have a horse stepping up through the grades like that and manage them well. And he's a horse, it's been well documented, who um, can overdo things a little bit. So she's got to be really careful with the way she's managing him at home. She doesn't put much work into him. I think he means the world to her. So she always has him there in perfect order. I thought on Saturday he couldn't have looked any better. I said that at the start before and then he came out on Saturday and he just looked absolutely glowing. He was healthy, he was dappled, he was fit, he was bright. He was, you know, she's managing him so well, which I think is half the battle too. So... I think we still haven't got to the bottom of him and he's in the right stable. She's she's really doing a great job with him. It's exciting for her and no doubt the team too. What else stood out for you at Rose Hill on the weekend? Uh, well, Loz's horse, Saltcoats, I thought. Um, he looks like he's returned a better horse in his second preparation now for Chris Waller. He ran the best last 600 of his race and covered more rivals than, his, um, than doing it. So I thought definitely Saltcoats. It was a shame because... I think your multi would have been would have been up, Loz, had mm. um, had Celerity not been scratched. There was a huge spruik on her. I think I'd underestimated the spruik that was on her. So maybe we'll see her step back out and, and put it all together. But she was a little bit of a naughty girl behind the barriers on Saturday, I have to say. Uh, she was really throwing her weight around. Uh, so Saltcoats will add in. And then Steffi Magnetica, I thought, should have gone close to winning after being denied a run until late. She's going well, and I think she should be able to knock one over talking about, in these ratings races. Talking about girls, uh, Foxy yeah. could be back this weekend. Oh, that's Ooh. exciting. Yeah, so hopefully she's been going – well, I know she's been going well, so hopefully she's in for a good campaign. Oh, that's really exciting. Mm. Does she have a target this prep loss? Uh yeah, but I don't want to say it. Okay, it might okay. be too high. <laughs> it might be too high. Just, just okay, we'll, we'll, we'll just see how she goes. No, you just see how she goes. you'll be telling us by the end of the show tomorrow. Yeah, there possibly. you go. Mm. On you, Ali. Thank yeah, you. Chat later in the week. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys.